Hello there, my name is Himanish Goel, and I welcome you all to the Everyday Consultants Podcast Show, where we talk about the uncertain trajectory takes for stepping into the shoes of a consultant's mind, from adapting to constantly learn through research and develop their own theories, objectives, and opinions for advising businesses from their area of expertise to communicate the fine line between an SME and polymath. Thanks for taking the time to join me. Let's tune in into today's episode of learning more about reflection of 2022 for seeing signs on improvement to take solid action in making 2023 our most successful year. So for today's topic, as we all know, I mean, I might be a little bit late, but this is about the end of the year that 2022 came and for seeing what our goals and dreams are for this new year ahead for 2023. And just take a step back to look at 2022. I think there are a few questions I want you to, that I want the audience to answer or would like for them to answer in terms of Rating themselves from a scale of one to 10. I know rating can seem a little too like, you know, as so like rating a product, but look at the rating for this as a way of seeing if you really did well in that area, or if you really could have improved in this area of six categories. And those six categories go from Money, career, relationships, ambitions, health, and spirituality. I'll say it again. Money, career, relationships, ambitions, health, and spirituality. In those six categories, I want you to rank yourself through a rating of one to 10, one being the lowest, and being the max. And to really take the time of thinking of what number that is, because money is, we all know, financially of how we're doing. Career is how you're performing. Is it going on the right track? Are you giving your best? Or did you give your best potential? Relationships, meaning how is your relationships with individuals? You know, is it whether they be professional or personal? Are you maintaining them? Did something go wrong? Was there a lot of arguments that had come about of it? Was there less of that? Was there more developing more of the new ones? Ambitions being your goals in terms of did you, what you set out to do? Did you accomplish that? Or you might have accomplished a few of that, but you accomplished some things that you didn't expect. What was your ambition towards that? And were there new habits that came into place that you were able to do again and again? And then the next one was health. In terms of how do you, how are you taking care of your health to perform the work that you're wanting to do right now? Spirituality being, how are you spiritually connecting your soul and body together? be 
in the present to do what you do in the present. And the reason I'm giving this as a reflection for 2022 is because it really defines the six areas that we're constantly working on. We're constantly grinding towards these six areas every single day of our life. And, and for those that hit the, all of those six at the top of their game, they're, they're on top of the world in terms of just being the best version of themselves. For those that are, you know, not as able to do all six of them and only have two of them working in the process, you know, then it, it feels like there's a sort of a drag. Some it might be three, some it might have been five, some of them might be four, and some might only have one. You know, the, everyone is in their own struggles, and everyone has their goods and bads. And I really want, but this question really identifies and helps you to look at next year of what you need to improve on to become better. Like for me, my two target points for this year is health and spirituality. If I don't want to focus on that, it's just going to make my health and spirituality go worse along the years, which I was shocked to see uh, myself. But things like those, you know, you find your areas of weaknesses and look forward to improving it and seeing. Um, and, you know, in the other four categories, there are areas of improvement that I need to do in those, but I have two strong areas that I, I feel like I did a good job in. And so you you cannot be so down about yourself of the things you were not able to do, but look at that as a sign of improvement and see if you're able to get all six of them on track or on the spot. So whenever you're able to, be sure to take the time and write this on a piece of paper or, you know, put on a Word document or anywhere you can find to help yourself look at what you did on a, on a scale of one to 10, one being not so good, 10 being the best. So that's one thing. Second thing is 2022, everyone has these ambitions, goals that they wanted to do and it brings that energy to start the year off on the right note. So to get that started, you've already identified, reflected on numbers on what you've seen yourself do right with detailed information being of your option if you want to include a sentence or not, but this is, that was specifically for the numbers. But this is mostly to help identify questions like, and these are questions that you can also ask yourself, but these are the most common ones that we, that I feel like will help you to figure out goals that are measurable for you so you're not throwing yourself in the deep water. How are you going to stay consistent with them? How are you not going to feel bogged down about accomplishing them? And what are you going to do if things are not going the way you would expect it to accomplishing these goals that might be reoccurring or not? The reason I say that is because a lot of times it's like 
It's like the gym fad, favor, fad. When the new year starts, the roughly two, three weeks, or you could say max a month, that individual is like, I'm gonna, you know, go to the gym, make a routine out of it, do my best work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And by the third week, that goal goes like a diminishing returns because of just, it's too much work, I'm not seeing the results, but just stop and go back to what we're doing. And, for, and a lot of the times, folks that keep on doing that, that means they have a passive interest in being healthy. But that long-term consistency of showing up 30 minutes or for a certain class or whatever it is each day, or however many days they can do, feels like a drag. And so, to not make that feel like a drag or make it feel like you're doing too much that you don't want to do it anymore, you have to start, especially with something you, you might be doing after many years, from the very fundamentals, to the same way you might, you might learn a skill, cooking, or something you are now a master at, and look at, when I did that, how did I start that? And apply it to the same thing you're trying to do now. Whether that be a cert, whether that be a lifestyle routine of being more fit, or whether that be just simply finding more time for your family. Because if you don't, one, that chaos train comes in the first few weeks and it makes you want to hop off. The goal was not to make you hop off that train. The goal was to make you ride through that train till the end, till you actually, till it actually makes it into a habit. Like mentioned in Atomic Habits book, which is written by James Clear, if I'm not wrong. But he says the same thing in there. You know, when it comes to working out, any sort of habit, atomic is a tiny, small, is a tiniest piece of matter that is visible, but not that visible, in which you start the habit in order for it to grow and grow and grow, where it just feels like an everyday thing, where you, you just can't stop doing it because you've made it a habit. The same way we all brush our teeth, get ready, do what we need to do, our business, whatnot. Because we've been doing that since we were born. And we've had, all of us, have had experience of that for at least 22, 25, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, however many years you're living. Even a 70-year-old kid has seven years experience doing that. So, that same principle you have to apply for when starting 2003 with the goals that are new. Whether that be a cert that you never thought of before, a career pivot that you're not sure what to do. You start with articles that help you give, that help give you the main message of what you're looking for. You start with materials that help you understand what are they trying to point to? When working out, if you're not in the best shape and you've not worked out for four years, you don't lift 50 pounds to what you could before. You lift to what you can, if that's what you will watch, if that's what you want to do. 
But if you really feel like you're, an off, you're off in all metrics, you have no functional movement, you have no way of resistance, you start from the very basic, from our yoga, or from something that gives you, that's working your core and stability and mobility. Because that is the grounding foundation. You have to be aligned with center of gravity in order to do those explosive workouts. As simple as that. And you build yourself from there. You put timelines. Three months I'm gonna see, do I need more of it? Another three months. Okay, I've been good on this, let's go to the next one. Dysfunctional movement. You, you, you build on anything you do. When it comes to family, you have kids. Or you have family members or whatnot. To start that conversation, you start with 10 minutes. So you don't feel like the first of you talking 30 minutes is like, oh, that's a lot of time. 10 for five even, five minutes. Every day, slowly, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. It's the same way. It's like every week, you're progressing that weight a little bit higher than before. You're progressing that speed a little higher than more. Every week, two, three weeks. Because the signals will tell you when something feels too easy. And that is the point that I'm trying to convey with how you should analyze with starting 2023. Look at the goals and separate the dreams to what is actually attainable, how you should start. And if it's something that's reoccurring that you've been trying to do, but you've not been able to pass it, but, you, but you've worked towards the initial phases, then for you, it's just get it done at that point. Just, just hit the pedal and just get it done. So you feel like you've done something in January. And I think that is the most efficient way for helping you feel on December 31st, 2023, like you have accomplished something. You want to have a list of accomplishments for 2023 when it ends, then a list of what you could have done. That is not what you want. That is not what every, anyone wants. Yeah, there's some things that come in the way, you want to have a more a bigger list of that than a list of something you saw the year before, the year before, the year before, and the year before. Some might take more time than others, but some which are like quick fixes or just you haven't given your full time and effort. Just snap that off the to-do list. You don't want to see that again when you're like 50. So I think for today's topic, be sure to take the time to use that method of diverting yourself from one to 10, if reflecting on the 2022. And be sure to answer these questions of staying consistent. Are they measurable? If I have not feel bogged down, things like those to help you accomplish those goals you have in mind for this year. And on that note, wherever you are, you, wherever you are, or wherever you were 2022, and wherever you are in 2023, I wish you many successes in accomplishing all the dreams and goals you've had, or that you 
have had in 2022 done and that ones that you were looking to do in 2023 ahead. Until then, stay tuned for another episode of Everyday Consultants. Stay curious, stay knowledgeable, keep on putting that consultant's hat. Until next time, see you on Everyday Consultants. See ya. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and also leave a review of how much you enjoyed listening to Everyday Consultants. While you're at it, be sure to provide any feedback you might have on my LinkedIn posts in the comments below. And if you know of a friend who's curious about learning quick bites of information regarding the life of a consultant, then be sure to recommend my show to them or anyone that you think might benefit from listening to it. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on LinkedIn, Reddit, and Twitter by searching my name on the platform. If you're interested in looking at some of my other professional content that is currently in the works, then in that case, you can take a look at my Linktree portfolio that can be found below in the description or show notes of this episode. Don't forget to tune in to listening to all episodes of Everyday Consultants and wherever you're able to find your local podcast. Until next time, stay broad, be curious, and be passionate about listening to a conversation where knowledgeable advice gets provided about the world of consulting, about a consultant in our next episode. Peace out.